First off, let me say thank you for everyone joining our Industry Next event brought to you by Entitle. Uh, today, we just want to talk about the Chief Install-Based Officer role and how it's really a breakthrough industrial role for 2022. So hosting our event today is our, I'd like to introduce our CEO and co-founder of Entitle, Vivek Joshi. Uh, Vivek has roughly 30 years of industrial B2B OEM uh, experience, whether it be the sales or the aftermarket or the C-level uh, position. And Vivek's really passionate about the opportunities that are available for OEMs to really transform their install base. And that's where he kind of came up with the idea of the chief install base officer. So without further ado, Vivek, take over. And there's really three main topics we want to cover. You know, what is really the notion of a chief install base officer? We're going to share with you everything we can, uh, we, we outlined about this. We're going to actually have a conversation with a couple of uh, industry people. Uh, one is Bella Abrams, who's a practitioner. Uh, and she's really the chief install base officer for a division of Baker Hughes. And then Zan Clydeman, who's been around the industry for a long time and, and talks a lot about aftermarket and really the install base and his role in it. And we've got Sam as a guest as well. I'll share some of that with you. And then at the end, I'd like to wrap up with some takeaways and Q&A that you may have. So I expect this whole thing to take about 40, 45 minutes or so. And uh, it should be a pretty crisp, fast-moving event. So in terms of uh, how we think about this, right? So you guys have taken a bit of time out of your schedule today to, to participate here and attend this session. So what's in it for you? Really, it's about sharing a, what we call a unique and new point of view, right? why this is such an important role uh, for an OEM, and we want to make sure you kind of understand that and take that away. And secondly, there's some great industry experiences, uh, lessons learned, if you may, we all like to learn from one another, uh, what's in it there in terms of what you can learn from that. Uh, and then really going forward, how do you operationalize? How do you make this real in your own company? And those are the three things I want to make sure we kind of uh, uh, address uh, by the time we finish this call here. So uh, before we go any further, right, uh, I'd love to just get a poll going, if you don't mind. DJ, please start the poll. You know, if you were to look around your own company, how many different functions do you think deal with the installed base that you have today? So if you don't mind uh, popping up the survey, DJ, and uh, we can get going. The survey is running. Great. Is the survey running, BJ? Yes, it is right. Okay, great. Thank you. Yeah, finally seeing it here. Thank you. Great. So while the survey runs, uh, I wanted to kind of cover a couple of things over here. So we've always talked about install base. And so one of the things we did recently is said, let's go to uh, our favorite social media channel in terms of uh, what we all look as B2B practitioners. We went to LinkedIn. And so what we did is just put in a search term called install base and look for people. And, you know, we found some extraordinary large numbers of uh, search results coming back, anything from 150 to 189,000 results coming back. And as you can see, all these people have some form of install base in the title, on the job description, and so on and so forth. And we do know for a fact that while there's so many people who with this particular uh, phrase in their title or job uh, description, there's probably many more who don't have it, who actually have a substantial uh, role, substantial responsibility in covering the install base. And we think it's really a rapidly growing, rapidly emerging role uh, across the world. So we said, let's take a look at this thing and start seeing where things go with the, uh, with the market. And so before I get into this slide, DJ, maybe you can go and uh, share the results of the install base, uh, the, the survey in terms of how many functions 
today uh, uh, covered in cell base. So it's actually fascinating. So service, aftermarket, yep, sales, marketing, support, fascinating. Yep. In fact, we can see all of the above. It's uh, None of the above is a minority, and maybe there are some companies that really don't do it, and all of the above is actually an interesting answer, right? So to some degree, the way we think about it is, you know, if you start thinking about the value of the installed base, uh, it's extraordinarily high for a company. Uh, first of all, you have a huge portfolio of aftermarket products and services that your customers are buying from you. It's very profitable, right? As uh, you all know, that 20%, 30% of a manufacturing and operating profit tends to come from the installed base, maybe even higher in some instances. And what's actually interesting is from the equipment sales side or capital asset sales side, we've seen time and time again where almost 70-80% of your new equipment sales come from existing customers. And as we saw at the beginning of the 2020 pandemic recession, um, you know, many companies that were able to weather the storm a little bit better than the others actually had a robust aftermarket and services business. So it's actually uh, the install base really lends itself well to kind of become a both a growth engine as well as shock absorber. Uh, for a manufacturer. And so that's what we see as a value of this thing. And when you start looking at the OEM's functions that look uh, across the installed base, we saw exactly what the survey said, right? So if you think about the survey, you know, we had pretty much everybody uh, looking at a different percentage, but they're all the same with the exception of service. And when you take a look at this, uh, this image, this graphic, it basically is what we see today, right? The majority of the OEM's functions work with the installed base. In fact, all of the above work with the installed base. But when we start thinking about, you know, who really cares about this, who really is responsible for it, you know, as we start talking to people, and of course, over the many years, we've talked to probably several hundred companies and asked this question, who's the person responsible, who's the responsible for the install base? And, you know, we start finding out that because of the magnitude, because of the, uh, the, uh, the large dispersion responsibilities, nobody really knows what's going on. Right? We routinely ask people, so tell us a little bit about your installed base. How big is it? Right? How many assets do you have out in the field? What size of the percentage uh, of the installed base really transacts with you every day? You know, uh, how big is the customer base in terms of accounts and locations? The fact of the matter is that it's really hard to put together. Right? And I always put this image in front of people with the six blind men and an elephant, and every function has its own uh, unique uh, system, own unique solution. And, but they also disperse, they're so siloed, they never speak to one another. And so this is really some of the things that we see as a big problem in the industry right now. And so when you start asking people who owns the install base, it's the old, uh, you know, pointing to each other, right? It's not that nobody wants to take responsibility, but just the way things are structured in a company, it really is no ownership uh, at, the, at the highest level. Nobody accountable for it at the single, uh, single throat to choke, as we say within a company for the install base. And so that's some, one of the big, big issues we think needs to get addressed in the industry as well. So this sets me up for the second poll question, right? So if I were to ask you folks, who owns the install base in a company? Now the previous question asks, which functions are involved? Which functions deal with the install base? This question says, who all deals with the install base? Or other, in this case, sorry, who owns the install base? So it'd be great to get your point of view on this one, get your survey. So DJ, thank you very much. The ownership of the installed base. So if you folks, if you don't mind, just quickly uh, uh, responding to the poll, that'd be great. Uh, and I'm going to just go on mute for a second because in this particular instance, I actually want this survey to play out a little bit before you advance any further. Vivek, I think some of the attendees could not see the results of the previous survey. So towards the end, or you know, 
right after this. We can show both results before we proceed. Yes, thank you. I will do that. <clears throat> While people are voting, maybe uh, okay. Never mind. We can we can let the survey run and then go to the previous results. Yeah, let's finish this one on the DJ, and I'll, I'll let you bring up the other previous uh, results as well. Okay. Uh, in the interest of time, maybe we can just uh, end the survey, DJ. Great. So what's fascinating is, and I look at these results here, I see aftermarket and service, which would be a natural owners, if you may, uh, for this thing. But I've also seen the answer, not sure, no one, sales, uh, IT, which is an interesting answer, chief service officer, yep, I see that sometimes, and then others. But the point is that there is no single answer right now. So DJ, maybe if you want to go back to the previous survey, I, I, don't, know if, I don't think I can do it, but if you don't mind showing that uh, result, if you don't mind. There you go. So the functions that deal with it are myriad, right? It's everybody in an organization that really deals with it. And to some degree, it's a complication where you have so many people dealing with it. It's like we say, if you have too many priorities, you have none. In this case, if you have so many people that deal with it, everybody's looking at one another and there's no real ownership. So I think that is really the setup, if you may, uh, for, the, uh, for the webinar today. So the good news about this is while there is uncertainty, while there's lack of clarity in terms of who really owns the install base, you know, some companies are taking matters in their own hands. So we've, again, gone back to our favorite uh, social media networks, uh, LinkedIn, and started looking at some information out here. And sure enough, you start seeing people here who have actually ownership, if you may, of these roles, right? Uh, we've been appointed as uh, install-based directors, as you can see at KSP or Bentley Nevada or Accurate, which is, uh, you know, uh, one of these companies out here in, in the U.S. So we're beginning to start seeing this role come about now. And so the question then becomes is, what do you do about it on a systematic, scalable basis? And so we've been formulating this uh, point of view for the last um, year or two, if you may, that there needs to be a, in the creation of a new role uh, called chief install base officer. And in our mind, it is really the orchestration of the activities, it's a harmonization, coordination of all the activities that relate to the install base. As one of our customers famously said to me many years ago, he said, Vivek, I want to be able to do all things install base and have complete harmony. And they were not seeing it, right? And just exactly like you saw in the, the survey question, sales touch the same customer, service touch the same customer, tech support touch the same customer. And there was no single harmonious view of how you come across to, uh, to your end, end user. And so the ability to provide a systematic scalable uh, experience is important. And certainly as you start seeing some of the transitions going on in the workforce, a uh, superior customer experience matters. Uh, net promoter scores, uh, customer experience, customer retention, all these things matter. And so when you start looking at the skill sets required, it's a bit different, right? It's about thinking about the customer back uh, and coming back to you. It's understanding data, it's understanding processes and software. It's trying to figure out how to be the team player who brings people together to kind of get the result to the customer. So it's really extraordinarily different in, in, in some cases for some companies. We are trying to break these silos and come to, a, come to an integrated whole. And that's going to create opportunities for some people, but it's also going to create conflict for some people. But the way we think about it is the chief install base officer really is the core in the OEM to become the customer's, your end user's trusted partner, right? And that's really the setup out here, if you may, for the next few minutes in this conversation. So there's enough, uh, you know, enough polls, enough information for where we uh, come from. Uh, what I'd like to do is now maybe bring in our guests uh, to talk about uh, what they see in the industry. So. 
let's talk to a couple of practitioners out here. So without further ado, I want to introduce you to two people. Uh, one is Bella Abrams, and the second one is Sam Kleidman. So with that, uh, Bella, maybe you can introduce yourself to us and uh, turn on your camera so maybe we can all see you as well. Uh, over to you, Bella. Maybe a quick introduction for yourself. All right. Thanks, Vivek. Um, good morning, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here today. My name is Bella, and as Vivek and the team introduced, I'm the in, uh, service and install-based growth leader for Bentley Nevada. For those who don't know the, the company, we provide plant-wide and enterprise-wide solutions for uh, machinery protection and condition monitoring. And we have a global reach and decades in, in the field. So a lot of, certainly our install base is, is pretty big. Um, I have just started in the role. So the role is something new for the company. Um, I started in January this year. Uh, before that, I've been working in Baker Hughes uh, assume different positions around sales, uh, sales and commercial. And in Bentley Nevada specific, I've worked in North America as the sales operations for the sales team there. And then I went to Europe to work with the whole Europe, Africa, and Russia region um, in strategic sales. So working on big global contracts to better attend our, our biggest customers. Um, and before that, I also have a, a, a little more diverse background in other industries, in the automotive industry mostly, in program management and supply chain that definitely helps um, uh, contribute to, to the work stream nowadays, right? So pleasure to be here again. Excellent. Well, thank you, Bella. Uh, Sam, over to you. A little bit of introduction on yourself, if you don't mind. Oh, thank you very much, Vivek. So. Uh, my background is kind of mixed. A big chunk of it in the earlier days was in manufacturing. I've been a VP of manufacturing of a number of startups and even one bigger one. And then I moved into customer service and headed up two customer service organizations. The first was in data communications, where we supported the largest, most critical installations outside of the outside of the Defense Department. Uh, we took care of customers like the New York Stock Exchange and Bank of America and those guys. And then I moved on to a British company heading up their America service in analytical and scientific instruments and semiconductor processing. And for a while, we also owned the medical business. So now uh, Middlesex Consulting is my business. I've been here now for about 15 years. And what I try to do is work with industrial companies that are trying to grow their service revenue and profitability. And I do a lot of writing, which I enjoy. Excellent. Thank you very much for that, Sam and Bella.